what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp, and I'm delighted to be joined on the show by the Seagull Prince of Wrestling Podcasting. Nick David. Good evening. I think that's a good name for you. I know, I love it. I think one of my favourite ones today. Yeah, it's just annoying. We're uh, well, it's the time of recording. It's shortly after a Brighton, a Brighton battering. Um, so yeah, I'm still trying yeah. to just uh, yeah not think about seagulls and football at the moment. All the way, the way Ev- my Everton fan friends were talking about it on Facebook, I thought they got beat five one because <laughs> I think it was just a shock. Everyone's going five five five. And I was like, oh. Then I looked and it wasn't. Was it? So they were just as shocked that Everton won. I think, I think everyone was. Uh, as I say, I mean, we've, we've been sort of pounding a lot of teams this season. So <laughs> to actually get battered by a club that hasn't scored many goals at all this season was uh, a shock, to say the yes. least. Um, I don't think Everton will ever play as well as that again, if I'm honest. I'm not to offend <laughs> Ever- any Ever- Everton fans listening. But I think they'll probably agree with me. It was an absolute freak result, freak afternoon. Yes. And yeah, hopefully I can just forget about it. Yeah. Well, we won't dwell on that. We're here to no. talk about Backlash 2023. Yeah. What a crowd. That's what I wanted to say. say well, how amazing the Puerto Rico crowd were for this. I just, they, they popped for Everton. And <laughs> no, they were absolutely out. I'm glad you started with that. I, I was, because I was really wanting to make a point. I, I, I mentioned that. 2005, I think the last, I got heard the last show was there. Yep, was really 2005. That long ago? It's, I thought they were, yeah, out from, and even on the SmackDown as well, on Friday, mm. I thought they were outstanding for that. Really, really good, absolutely brilliant, um, crowd. I think, I think they should definitely, WWE now after that alone, they should 100% be looking to be returning there at least once a year, in my opinion. Um, yeah, following the success yeah. of this, I'm sure crowd tickets, um, obviously, well, I think they spoke for themselves as well, but to actually yeah. have the atmosphere. Eight, 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 it was just under 18,000 people there, I think they said. It's like 17,994, seven, 17, I think that was the name, the number kept popping up or something. <laughs> so it's just under. I always say, to be fair though, I think you should reward um, if you if you had an atmosphere which is unreal, I think they deserve, the crowd and the the town deserves to be rewarded with that by by coming back. Um, and, and like if you have a certain crowd that we had last night in Royal Jacksonville, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be in a rush to go back, sort of thing. I think I really think it should be like that, in my opinion, that you are rewarding. If you've had a hot crowd, they should be rewarded by well, I'd send by getting the uh, the shows back there as, as quickly as possible. So, um, no, really, really well done to everyone in there. So I hope they had a I hope everyone in there had a blast, which I'm sure they did. And um, yeah, hopefully we see um, more WWE shows in Puerto Rico going forward. Well, definitely, yeah. Definitely. I think yeah, at least one pay per view a year, or yeah. a bit, a big raw or something. Just yeah, so a big show. Yeah. Have you heard the rumor that WWE've got one eye on All In? Because if that does really well, we might get SummerSlam next year. Yeah, I'm seeing rumors. I know. I know it's sort of quite easy things for people to sort of make up and everything, but. Mm. 
but yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you, it's not, not natural. If, if that, you'd, be, you'd be very stupid and naive of WWE not to have an eye on all in if you've got a problem, if you've got a rival who have already managed to sell, well, the big one, the biggest stadium, well, the biggest stadium in, in England. Mm-hmm. If they, um, yeah, they managed to obviously sell an incredible amount of tickets, then why the hell would, if you're WWE, why the hell would you not look at doing a show there next year if, if say, all in is a success? Um, so, yeah, no, I've, I'm hearing the same sort of rumours, but, I think at this stage it is probably just that rumours, but equally then it would be weird if there wasn't <laughs> a logic to that sort of thing. So it's, uh, no, exciting times to be a wrestling fan. I think wherever you are as well and around the world, I think they've really have sort of since they've returned to live shows, I think they've realised that, yeah, t- taking shows all sort of around the globe is the way forward rather than sort of just keeping it in America. Um, and it's amazing to see. Um, and so you do get incredible crowds like this um so yeah long may it continue definitely yeah so so the the show started off with the raw women's championship match bianca beer bianca belair versus eo sky i still can't i still want to say shirai it's, it's, <laughs> sky just as a off the tongue but mixed response to bianca belair here do you think it was just the Puerto Rican crowd loving eo or do you think that Bella's act might be getting a bit stale because you can't keep being the underdog if you keep battering people. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's, I think it's a bit of both, to be fair. I mean, I mean, you're right. I think Puerto Rico crowd, they're pretty all pumped to see, and um, given the fact that, you know, Sky, the fact that you've got Yo Sky in a one-on-one title match, wrestling match, mm-hmm. we know how great she is in the ring, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best, female talents WWE's got mm-hmm. um, up against probably you could say the second best or one of the another one of the best talents WWE've got. So there this was always going to be a, a really good match. Um Ian Sky was always going to be I think as well, even if you look at a kind of recent build, um sort of re- recent television, the fact that they're sort of leaning towards Sky, I guess sort of maybe turning face out of damage control. So there was yeah, there's obviously they had that going into it as well. And yeah, I think when you have had a champion who's held on to the belt, there always can be a bit of a uh, fans getting a little bit sort of not impatient, I suppose a little bit of impatience, a bit of um, a bit, a little bit of boredom, I suppose, creeping in amongst some fans. I mean, Bianca Belair, in my opinion, is just such a talent. I think she's just I yeah. Think she, could, she could go. Do you know how she was on early NXT where she was just really cocky? I think she could start going into a cocky face and then start bordering into her cockiness turns her a bit heelish and. I think that could be a more interesting way to go than she's yeah. the underdog again. <laughs> she gets I, her I, arm battered again, and then, but she still manages to lift people up with one arm. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's the way they go. Um, I think sometimes you need, do need to freshen up a character. I think she'll be absolutely fine as a um, as a heel. I think she, as you said in NXT, she she worked wonders with that. So yeah, there'll be no problems there. But for the match itself, I thought was a brilliant opener. Really, really yeah, enjoyed great. it. Yeah, yeah. and. I'm, I'm sort of itching to see a bit more out of this. I know they're both now on SmackDown, even though it's the Raw Women's title. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still. Oh, they're just going to swap them. I hope they don't do the swap thing. I hate it when they just do the swap. Oh, I think they're going. Let's, to let's, just have, let's have a meeting in the ring and just swap belts. Well, they didn't do anything on Raw last night, for, um, so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I just say I really enjoyed the match. I was, I, I was a bit waiting for when Damage Control will come out and. Is this part of the split between the two? The, like, EO might be going away from damage control, and or you think? 
Um, I... she, she, she didn't want them to interfere, did she? It was quite obvious, even when they came down. She was like, why are you here? I've told you not to come from a facial yeah. experience. I think it's going that way, that there's definitely going to be some sort of split, and I think it looks like EO will probably be the one to turn baby face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's where they're going to... I mean, there's no there's, I mean, there's no harm in sort of taking their time of it, but I feel like yeah, it will certainly be done by SummerSlam at the latest, I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I think they're definitely going to go that way. Yeah, I, I think it could be interesting if they somehow made it... A fatal four-way between the four of them. With, with um, the down, with the, they, had, they hadn't officially split, but had the three of them against Bella. One of the uh, maybe, maybe in England. Yeah, the money in the bank. Hmm. That could be a fun way to go, unless you're going to put one or two of them in the money in the bank. Yeah, I mean, potentially, yeah, you could have a. Um I mean, that could even be a way to do it. Like, you have um, Sky actually beat Bianca better than have one of the other two Ooh, well, yeah. cash in on Sky. Uh, could be quite, quite... I like that. Could be quite a cool way to go. Um, given uh, She's only 40 days off Shrish Stratus' record for a women, women's title. Like, a re- uh, like, the last 20 years long title reign, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. Shrish Stratus was injured for three months of that, I think. Or six months of that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, th- I know. Yeah, I did see a stat with that the other day. So, yeah, we're certainly getting, we're certainly getting sort of uh, quite far down that line. Yeah. Next, we had Amos versus Seth Rollins. Amos's best match. I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised with this because I no, obviously, no, no, gonna not gonna pick any bones about it. You, you know, Lance, mm-hmm. you know my feelings about Amos. I'm not a fan. Not been impressed of his work. I will say his match against Brock, and now this, I've enjoyed both matches. Whether it's more a bit, a bit different, exactly. Yeah, they, they certainly have. I think whether it's um, whether it's sort of uh, maybe more it says more about the per- person he's fighting, but you still you can't. I, I just I mean, not to argue myself, but to sort of counter out that, that argument that some people may make is you. It's impossible. You do need to, regardless of you. You have two people have to make a good match up. There's no yes. If yeah. you can't, you can get carried at times, but there's no someone can't walk you through a whole match sort of thing. So it's um, you know, I think Omos is actually improving. Um, so fair play. I mean, I'm always willing to give someone a chance rather than just completely writing them off. Um, obviously. Vince, we know, was, was obviously naturally a fan of Omos. <laughs> Triple H has obviously carried on the, um, well, Triple H obviously kept the, um, the ball rolling with him and, um. Yeah, I've, I've seen it, I've seen it compared to the Triple H, um, great Cali match from SummerSlam 08. And people are saying that in a good way. It's like a, yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like, yeah, it was like his best, that was like Cali's best match in WWE and this, like, Omos's. First time he's wrestled over 10 minutes in a singles match as well, Omos. Look, I think, um, what I'll say as well about Omos is, don't forget that there was, a, I think, when Braun Strowman as well, sort of 2017, 18 vibes about Strowman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, more than, no, yeah, was it 2017? Yeah, 2017 sort of vibes. That was when he started getting over, wasn't it, with the sort of fans and generally improved in the ring. So there's, there's definitely hope for Omos. If, um, obviously, he's doing everything right backstage, getting all his training in them. As I say, you never know. At the end of the year, we could be talking about a most improved wrestler of the year sort of candidate. So, um, I think, yeah, it's, it's good to see that he's having a couple of matches, but it's, um, just got a case of keep going with it. And, um, I think WWE obviously needs to do their part with it as well. And, um, 
yeah, hopefully, as I say, fingers crossed, hopefully it does get better. Because no one, no one wants anyone to do particularly bad sort of thing. I know we've all got favourites no. and not, but yeah. It's, it'd be good to have a new, like, proper giant sort of it. So, 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 I don't know, like, Braun Strowman was the last, like, good giant I remember really having, but he wasn't seven foot. Exactly, yeah. So, so. But I hope they don't go back to the, let's put him back on telly having squash matches, then he randomly interrupts somebody, has a paid fee match, loses, then goes back to telly, has squash matches, then he randomly interrupts somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Loses. Hope they, yeah, hopefully they give him something he could like bite his teeth into. So. A hundred percent. And um, as well with Omos as well, uh, what I will say as well, when he's, get, when he's interviewed in like sort of... Um, or by or podcasters and whatnot, um, just in general interviews, he does come across like a lovely bloke as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's that as well that goes for him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next, we have the WWE United States Championship match: Theory versus Bronson Reed versus Bobby Lashley. Which I read two two reviews today. One said it's too short for a triple threat on a pay per view level, and I said, and the other one said, I love the fast pace of this match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, I don't think it was a bit short, but I, I, I thought, yeah, it was, I think it, it needed, it did what it needed to do. I, think it's, I didn't like Bronson Reed losing, but it put over that Bobby Lashley should have won this match. Yeah, Austin Theory still a cowardly heel, just takes whatever he can get. It, it, it went as every bit as I thought it would go. To be honest with you, maybe I thought, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe an extra five minutes to the match potentially, but um, I don't think there's anything wrong with this match in particular. As I say, it went, it, yeah. Oh, this was the match I was most confident probably about predicting, um, and I think I could have probably told you blindfolded like this, this is how the match will finish. And uh, yeah, I think what I, you predicted last week. I yeah, somebody said it would be a Bobby Lashley. Finisher, the Austin Fury. Exactly. Yeah, uh, we we both did, and like I say, it's not 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 to um. There's no harm in uh, in it going through as planned. Like there's a reason why we're predicting it. it's because we kind of well, it would because it, it makes sense the whole mm-hmm. booking and everything going forward. So there's yeah, no nothing wrong with it. You say you could argue the only thing you could say is maybe it just needed five more minutes to sort of be a pretty good match up but yeah I don't think there's any complaints with this but equally um, you're certainly not talking about it as match of the night or anything like that um, no. I, th- I think for the, what they did I think they, they put Reed uh, Reed was really good in this match for what they really had to do they gave him a lot of the, of the, ta- of the, of the offence and he looked really good and it, it, it took like not many people to kick out of it, Lashley Spear so it, it doesn't make him look bad in any way I don't think no, not at all, not at all, and there's, uh, there's, a, there's a long way to go, and as I say, well, like I say, people can't win every match, so there's, um, yeah, I think there's certainly time with Bronson, and I think so far they've got the book in times pretty well with him, um, I think he does, I think he's, I think he's done really well on the main roster, um, Bronson, and I think he'll only get better as well, I think you will, you will find that, I think, if, I think usually you always, um, you obviously see that sort of with, with, I know he, he, obviously he was on XT then went away for a while. I think you do find sort of when people come up from NXT, there's always that sort of, uh, oh, it will take a little bit of time to get on from it, but I think mm-hmm. he's hit the ground running, so I think he'll only be, he'll only get better as well. See somebody you used to watch quite regularly at Riptide. He was at Riptide quite Jonah a bit, Rock. yeah. Jonah Rock, yeah, so he was there quite a bit. He was at the, um, I'm trying to think I've seen him against, um, I want to say in a match. Oh, man, I, th- I think you, you, you told me about him, and then I you, you, ran, you raved about him. I, that's when I looked him up. 
he had a match with Walter, uh, which was unreal on the first. Yeah, I remember when they Rick tied their first tournament. Um, it was a round one match, and it was bloody superb. Um, I think he he won over as well. I think he beat he beat Walter. Oh wow. Um, on the on the Thursday, yeah, no, from memory. Okay, we got just testing my memory a bit here, but yeah, because this was about five. So, so it's, it's eighteen, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, twenty eighteen. So we're going back. We're going back about nearly five years ago now. So, um, but yeah, he he was yeah he was good fun at Riptide and, and like and again a really nice guy to um speak to after after shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match: Rhea Ripley versus Lena Vega. The crowd was crazy hot for this match. I think, yeah, you know, I think they did a brilliant, a brilliant job. Zelina looked amazing with a Puerto Rican outfit, and they did the underdog story, babyface story really well. And she bumped like a boss for Rhea. And those kind of, the, the moments where you thought the miracle could happen, I think it could happen, like the miracle in Puerto Rico. But that's why I really, I quite enjoyed this match. It went as a lot. I think I feel the last time they faced it lasted seconds, didn't it? If I want to say, it didn't last very long. The last time they faced each other, but yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I thought, yeah, probably Zelina's best match for a while. Yeah, I um, I think again, somewhere like we said, we've almost about improved. I think Zelina Vega's another one who's come on uh, leaps and bounds. I think she's really done well to the obviously. This is her first run as a baby face as well in WWE, and I think she's re- doing incredibly well as the. Babyface, I like, I like these two in the ring as well. I think they have got good chemistry. I think again, this went exactly how I wanted it to go, um, mm. in the sense that I wanted Zelina to have that nearly moment with the crowd that was always obviously going to be well behind her. Um, I must have really expect the crowd to be that well into it, which yeah, I think the credit to them as well. Obviously, Zelina, you can tell emotionally. Um, oh, she had, she was shows of tears before the match even started, and I like that. I've got re- no. I, I think that's really. I think again, it's what we want to see. Like, it would be rubbish if she just sort of it, it didn't phase her at all. It would be a bit. Oh well. I, I think I really like it when the emotion does get to to wrestlers sort of thing. It pr- and that's why. Well, it, it, I think yeah, it's good to see. I think obviously, um, I think for the cre- for the crowd in there as well, uh, obviously. Paying all their money to then, and obviously with the obviously with their emotion, it's good that it bounces back. So, um, no, really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed the um, as you say, the crowd right behind her. Uh, loved the fact that there was that nearly moment. You're like, uh, it's exactly what I wanted to. I think I said last week, I just want her to have a near fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, yeah, we love the, the the standing ovation at the end. So, no, I, I don't think Ripley, Ripley couldn't have lost. I don't think it's a bit like I suppose we had the more in a different sort of way but with the Sami Zayn match um, Elimination Chamber we obviously kind of knew Reigns would probably win um, I think for this it was yeah again if not more obvious that Ripley would win but no, there'll be no qualms about it given she's only just won the belt uh, and she's at the moment probably the best well the most yeah, the, the, the best thing in women's wrestling at the moment in my opinion so um, no but as I say enjoyable match um, and um yeah, I'm excited for I'm excited for Zelina going forward as as a babyface with this. So yeah, I really yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And WWE seem to be in the this they're giving people longer reigns with titles. Yeah, it's like, so I, I wasn't expect when I was surprised when they named Zelina Vega as the challenger. I was, oh, I've seen a very a fairly rushed challenger, but 
yeah, it worked. I really you did work. Definitely. I've got a feeling as well, as a bit of, not really a bold prediction as such, but uh, I think Ripley's keeping the belt until um, Mania next year. If you I've, heard, I've heard rumours it's going to be Ripley versus Bianca Belair for a unification match. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I'd like that, and then they introduce a mid-card title. So I just think there's not. I think I've said it many times on the show before. I think they've got an amazing division. They haven't got two two amazing divisions. Yeah, so they combined them and they had to give the mid-card women something to fight over. So and then have a yeah. I think they they do have a good main event and a mid-card, and they're trying to make tag teams, which they make it yeah, get more of a division rather than yeah, WWE Women's Champion. Um, a mid-card one, so like you can even bring up maybe like the television title or something as a women's title, and then a um, yeah, then and then obviously yeah, just well, trying. Well, Dana, to Dana idea was to evolve the twenty-four-seven into a women's mid-card title, wasn't it? Eventually, so, so. yeah, I don't think that's coming back. I'll say the Brock's idea. So. Well, there was also I think Maria when she was back in WWE for a bit, she said about bringing the Divas title back. Um, but I don't think that went down very well with fans and even backstage <laughs> alike. So. Yeah, I don't know, because on the, was it SmackDown was it 20 or 21, they had the, the women's intercontinental title as one of the storylines, which was really good. So mm. ba- Bailey was the women's intercontinental champion. That's, That's kind of what it was. Next, probably my match of the night, I thought it was the San Jose, San Jose Street Fight, Damian Priest versus Bad Bunny. This is an overbooked mess, but I loved it. I love every second of this. And I couldn't believe it was 25 minutes long when I read it. I was like, what? Was that really that long? I was like, but yeah, I, yeah, it was wild, entertaining mess. And yeah, I loved every minute of it. And I was watching. How, how long before we can say he's a wrestler, not a celebrity? Well, this is a th- th- it's a very good debate because I, I would say, yeah, you could. I mean, I think him and Logan Paul have honestly taken sort of celebrity in wrestling to another level. Um, I think Bad Bunny. I think this was. If we are going to class this still as a celebrity match, in my opinion, it's the best celebrity match they've ever done. Yeah. It was that good. Um, I would say. Him and Logan Paul, we shouldn't really be looking at celebrities anymore. I think they are talents now. Um, I think, because I think, especially for Logan Paul, because he's signed a WWE contract. I don't think that money has yet. He's still just on this friendly face, as he hasn't. Got yeah, he's but, he's not got a contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. He's just a fat. He obviously, yeah, he knows he's a lifelong fan of professional wrestling. But um, and yeah, naturally, just um, yeah, he's part of the um. Yeah, he just yeah does sort of yeah when they're over. I mean, I suspect the whole thing of Puerto Rico was a lot to do with him, though. In fairness, mm-hmm. but um, no, I think I, I yeah I, I'm so impressed with him. And this this match was just yeah incredible from start to finish. I think they got everything. I I, mean, I would love to know who. I don't think I've seen the producers of the I'm matches not yet. yet. But whoever produced this one deserves a big pat on the back because. I would have had this as the main event. I would have just put, all you have to do is put unsanctioned in front of it and then you could have this as the last match on the card. The main event would still have been Cody versus Brock Lesnar, but then they have an unsanctioned match after. Yeah, that's the good shout to be fair. Well, I think the crowd would have certainly reacted well to it, so I don't think there would have been an awful lot. I know there was talk about potentially having this main event, and I know hindsight is a wonderful thing, and yeah, it would have been actually, you could even say. It was 
main as a double main event show, but if it's going to be a double main event show, they can't be the third and last the last match. Yeah, exactly that. Now, in hindsight, it probably should have done. Um, and I think then we'd have probably be even talking about backlash in a higher regard. I think you just always naturally, ha- when you, I think when you talk about pay per view and it's a amazing and, and and the match tonight is the main event. I think you naturally end up talking about the show more, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and you have a better feeling about the whole show. But um, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, it was yeah, as I say, just so impressed with how this was produced. And it, as I say, in on paper, huge. Um, credit needs to go to Damien Priest. He held this together brilliantly. Yeah. And he, he, he put over his bad knee for most of the match amazingly. And yeah, he took them shots and he made Bad Bunny in the beginning look like a million dollars. He yeah, sold for him like the madman and then, yeah, then battered him. <laughs> yeah, you, you're absolutely right. And obviously, you're, you're also right as well because I've seen, seen reports coming out today as well that um, he's been yeah lots of praise backstage about Damien Priest for this match and just in general at the moment I think he's yeah he's ticking a lot of boxes to people backstage and getting a lot of respect and praise from from the higher ups backstage after this match in particular so full credit to him as well I think he's a sort of a big success I know we sort of say there's been sort of many flops from NXT up to the main roster where you have sort of people who are so good on NXT but then don't do so well on the main roster I think he's probably in one of these sort of in the rare categories of did well on NXT but has gone to another level on the main roster sort of Definitely. thing, which is yeah. I think if you look, there's quite. I mean, I mean, that was somewhere there's, there's yeah. I can't really think off the top of my head of some wrestlers, but I'm sure there's there's a few. But that's probably a, in, more a, very rare than the other way of who are better in NXT than WWE, but uh, on sorry on the main roster. So he has kept a cat till now. He's been like the forgotten person in Judgment Day. So they've always been pushing. Dominic yeah. to the front and race to the front and fin to the front. He didn't even get a match at WrestleMania. But I think this match could be the thing to put him on the, not on the level, but in more people's eyes. Yes, this guy needs to push. And, and I think he's in his early 40s as well. So if they're, not, yeah. if they're going to push him, they have to push him soon. So it's like, I agree. And I, I think, yeah, I think he's certainly just there, yeah, done all the right things. And um, yeah. Uh, already you've got well you've got a ma- if you if you've claimed a match of the night recipient I suppose I know it's not a formal thing but mm-hmm. you're obviously going to um yeah you, you're obviously going it's not going to yeah go down it's it's obviously going to help you when there's backstage conversations and whatnot which clearly there is about him so um interesting what they do in it as well with Judgment Day going forward with him so certainly um yeah good conversations I suspect are going to be happy uh, happening in, in planning ahead as well for for him over the next few months um we want to talk about the madness so Judgment Day yes, came out yeah and then then Ray came out and then Carlito's music came on I said is Vega <laughs> is Savia Vega coming out to Carlito's music they just had put did they in their mind just oh it's just generic Puerto Rican music yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Carlito's music <laughs> well it, it's funny because my mate um, it was uh, when I, I watched the show on Monday but uh, my mate after we played football on Sunday after when we were having in the, in the pub after my mate said have you watched Backlash yet and I said um, no um, uh, and he was like oh, I've watched it and he goes um 
he goes, there's a couple of returns. Uh, he goes, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a couple of returns. So I was like, oh, I managed to avoid all spoilers as well, for probably the first time ever. So I was sort of waiting for, I was I'm thinking, I wonder who's going to return then. And then, yeah, when it hit, I sort of just, yeah, I was sort of drinking my tea in bed watching it and sort of nearly spat it all out because I was loving it. Um, yeah, really, I think the, the really cool, unexpected ones, they are the best, aren't they? It's like what, what we were loving, like a Royal Rumble, isn't it? When you get like the, the sort of the, the silly returns, so to speak, which, uh, makes it so I thought they, they, they I thought it was brilliant yeah, that was, yeah. and he's, he's looking great isn't he Carlo he said this at the, was it Royal Rumble 2021 he was in 21 yeah I think so. it was the, yeah. Yeah, the first live crowd back wasn't it the one edge one yeah that's right yeah he's, he, he's not, the, not, is that the not very good one uh, I think it was okay it, no, the 2022 was the horrific one. Yeah, the, the shame it man fam- infamous yeah. one, I think I like to call it. But, uh, yeah, the, um, yeah, he, he's looking in great condition. So, I don't know whether like, we'll see more of him, but, uh, or it was simply just a one night sort of thing, which I don't really care regardless. But it was, um, it was, yeah, really good to see him. And, uh, well, and I say, Sadio Vega, I mean, it, it, my mate was a bit older than me. He was, I, I say, I'll be honest, it's a bit, he's a bit before my time. So, I, I don't know too much, but my mate was loving seeing him there, sort of thing. Oh, so yeah. I think for it's, it's my, uh, my my era, Savio Vega. <laughs> I think, think he debuted in '95. I think it's like Razor Ramon's mate. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, he had some great matches, like early Stone Cold. There's a strap. If you want to go watch a great match, watch a strip, the strap match between Savio Vega and Stone Cold. That's like late '95, early '96, maybe. Look that up. It's like, that's a great match. Um, yeah, it was fun, and then. The L W O came out of the <laughs> We just seemed to let the legends do their parts, and then the backup kind of came. So, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the L W O. Yeah, fun thing going forward. A hundred percent. I'm glad you said that because um, I was sort of thinking before this SmackDown this week. I'd say. I was sort of getting, I think, getting a bit worried about them in the sense that I know I think there's even backstage thought the only reason they're kind of put together is to try and get Judgment Day the win, so to speak, and to mm. more make Judgment Day look bad and just to sort of sort of fill that time. But I think this weekend could be the start of a big thing now for them. I think they were, I know it's obviously it, it'll be interesting now what, what sort of crowd reactions they will get in America. But if they can sort of carry the the overness, I guess, from Puerto Rico into general American crowds, then I think. Um, yeah, I think we could be looking at a really top over babyface stable, which is um, yeah, which we I suppose we haven't really had properly. I suppose, and I suppose the new day being that was only three people, but um, I think this could be a real good kick on now from uh, for LWO. Um, and I thought they looked a bit badass at times as well, uh, both on SmackDown and um, and and at Backlash. So. Um, no, I really um, hope that this can be the thing, and, and they've got cool merch as well, haven't they? As well, which which will sell, it will sell merch. So, I think, um, yeah, I think this this weekend, I think, has done them no harm whatsoever. I think this could be, the, as I say, the, the kick on they kind of needed. That I think they needed some sort of like they needed a really overcrowd just to sort of kick them into gear. And I think this is this weekend certainly done that. Yeah. That's that. The only the only difference I'd have made that would have been because I think it killed the crowd for the next match. Yeah, that that, that is true. I think you are. There are right. And I, again, it's it, it's not going to please everyone. I think there'll be sort of people that go, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's already Cody's now, not not main event, that sort of thing. There would have been there would have been arguments regardless. I think, but, but what yeah. would have been the main events because the last match would have been unsanctioned. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. To be fair, I think it's yeah. 
Well, when, when especially as we know that as it was so good, it, it did made a bend. I think as I, I think it would have even given Backlash an even more popular sort of kind of view of the show. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, next match we had a six-man tag. So the tag team champions Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle versus the Bloodline. So, uh, that was it. Would have, it was a hard match to follow, and I think the crowd did were a bit dead for this, but. I enjoyed this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. It kind of it's pushing the division in the bloodline story going forward. The ending kind of put it into an interesting position. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm in two minds about this the match itself. I didn't the actual wrestling aspect of this. I didn't mind. I thought it was good. As you said, there was the moments they needed to do about the bloodline sort of implosion. I would have rather seen the baby faces win in the sense that I just don't want to see Kevin Owens and Zayn have any losses to their names, so to speak. Um, so I would have done that. And given it's Riddle's first pay-per-view back, I'd like to have seen him on the winning team. And I think just the general defeat would have just sold it a bit more as well in the in the bloodline sort of um, implosion coming up. Uh, which I think they've had a stat today that um, the bloodline, since they've been... Like imploding of still one seventy five percent of their matches. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I think there you go. I think this would have. I think they kind of needed needed. It's weird. But I think they kind of needed a defeat, sort of thing, just more for the storyline purposes. Uh, that's just my only little gri- gripe. And I suppose this because with this match, this was the main when we did the prediction last week. I sort of said as because you know I like to have pay per views now with just sort of six matches most. I sort of said this is one I think you could have probably just done on Raw or SmackDown as a main event. As opposed to, yeah, as opposed to on the show itself, but as I say, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think. I'm, I'm really surprised that you didn't put Sakao in the championship tournament, or at least maybe Jay in the championship tournament. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, if you want, have Jay in it and Sim and Sakao cost him Yeah, that isn't, unless like if we get information about that maybe on Smuck because I know Ryan Reigns is back on Smackdown this week so um, well, I said this, I think this story has missed Reigns the last four yeah I think it, need, it needs him now doesn't it for to, to kick it on a bit I don't, I don't know what will what will happen obviously no, Reigns will probably have a match at um, at Night of Champions uh, but yeah I, I, we know, I think we all know this is kind of going to um, implode sooner rather than later Um I, I would say it, the implosion will probably begin by money in the bank, I want to say. Um, maybe even before that, to be honest with you. But, um, money in the bank. The thing is, at the moment, money in the bank, there's so many people I could happily see it go to. It's like, usually it's like, normally usually it's like a kind of a process of elimination of who, which one makes this sort of, the, I suppose, trying to make sense out of someone. But there's so many, like, people I could, I could happily see win the briefcase this year. Um, but yeah, no, um, uh, as I say, I think, I think, I know there's now starting to be a bit of rumblings about this sort of story going, oh, has it gone on for too long? I, I don't think it has, and I'm still, I'm still firmly glip, uh, gripped with the bloodline, I'd say. I'm, I'm really enjoying it as well. I just think, I think just for the last month, there's got a bit, because cause Roman's not been there, they haven't been able to move it on as much as people have liked. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think in terms of just wrestling as a whole, um, I think wrestling as a whole as well, it's it's difficult when you've had a storyline that's been so good with Sammy's with obviously the Sami Zayn involvement that it was obviously always going to reach like a ridiculous level of peak uh, of peaking. 
it was always going to eventually drop a little bit, so it's hard to keep it at that level. And that's just wrestling in general. When you have a storyline that's been so over and so good, it's hard to keep it at that ridiculously high level. So I, I think it's almost the victim of their own success, almost, in a, in a way. I think a really interesting idea for the one in the bank could be, because they did this at Wrestle Island, where the champion was Dan Evans, and then his tag team partner won the power-up briefcase, was their version of it. But he said, I'm not cashing in. Whoever wants to face Dan, he became like the gatekeeper to Dan's championship. You had to beat uh, Scott to get a championship match against Dan. So if Sakawa won it, then everyone, he'd have, you'd have to go through Sakawa to get a match against Roman. So it's like mm. a, a, a play on how the briefcase works. But then you could have the eventually Sakawa just <laughs> eventually. Cause I, I think, I think, I still think, don't think Sakawa's fully. Bloodline, he always seems to be on the periphery of the bloodline. It always seems to be Raven, the Usos, Paul Heyman, and then Sakawa's over there. <laughs> he's always the one who likes Sammy at the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to work out what's. Um, well, I think we're going to get when the when the when the sort of implosion happens. I think the first thing we're going to get is Reigns and Sakawa versus the Usos. I think. Mm-hmm. And then potentially Sakai after that, Sakai might just slowly fade away and go on his own. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I don't, it's a tough one with that with Sakai. I think whatever they do, he'll be fine. I think he, again, he's another one who's done really well on the on the main roster. So um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting where they decide to go. I think everyone knows it's probably going to be. Um, obviously, I think everyone wants Jay to kind of be the. A challenger again against Reigns. I think you said that all along, didn't you? I think Jay so is going to win the championship. That will be mental. Okay, then we had our main event. So Cody versus Brock. Nine minutes, I think this was. It wasn't the world's lot. When it got to the the, the last, it was like, it's only 20 minutes left. I'm still at entrance. <laughs> and they have a huge photo. Was it the Schwarzenegger Netflix show adverts in there as well somewhere? <laughs> It had everything you want from a Brock match. So Cody tries, tries to get the advantage at the beginning. Chitloads of suplexes. They both kick out of each other's finishes. And then a, I just thought that the ending was a bit underwhelming. Why doesn't Brock just kick out? I don't know. It's the only bit. That's the only complaint I really had about this match. Um, yeah, I thought it was a bit... <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe my expectations are a little bit too high for this. Um, and I think it probably doesn't help the fact that it did follow, as you rightly said, about the... Bunny Priest match being so good, um, but yeah, I, I think there was some there was some pretty cool moments with this. Obviously, I love the the fact there was blood. Um, oh, there's a lot of blood. I think Brock he, he threw he threw himself head first into that I don't know if he expected to be that much blood, but I'm glad the referee didn't stop it like they did in the WrestleMania the Finn Balor. Was it Finn Balor for the WrestleMania match? Yeah, stopped for a bit for blood. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I, I, Brock just said. I was going to say, I think if they'd done that, it would have really, I think it would have actually not, I think they'd have found a way almost to devalue Brock. I think that would just been completely against sort of Brock's character. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm glad they didn't as well. Yeah, um, yeah, they tried to throw him a towel, he just threw a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have said, I mean, there's been sort of reports, hasn't there? I mean, uh, Nick Khan's been, I think, come out in, in an interview recently and said about they are find, trying to look for ways maybe to make the last hour of Raw a bit more bloody. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing, or make it a bit more 
like away from PG where there will be sort of blood. Not again. I don't think they need to just put blood on for the sake of blood, but it. I mean, like a match like this, it really does help, in my opinion. Uh, as I say, I'm not not one who wants to see blood like every needlessly, but when you've got a feud that's sort of a boiling point, or when you've got someone like a Brock in a match, it does it does really help, doesn't it? In my opinion. Um, but um, but yeah, I think overall, I just I thought the match was okay. Um, the finish was a bit sort of I don't know. Since we're going down this path where MMA people don't know how to kick up, kick out if they have a submission move on. Because Faisal mm. gets caught out by this a lot as well. <laughs> and Bobby Lashley got caught out of it. Saudi Lashley, I think. Exactly that. I mean, I, I did <clears> think overall it was always going to lead to... Um, I did think Cody would win, which does... And I think, in fairness, it probably... Yeah, I guess, in a way like that, that was probably always going to happen. Um, and now I guess they'll have probably maybe a no-holds-barred match in Saudi Arabia. Um, or stipulation of some kind. So, um, uh, so, but yeah, I think Cody had to win. I'm glad Cody won full stop though. I mean, I think if Brock won and Cody lost again, that could have been a bit disastrous almost. But, um, Especially yeah, I, as the Brock team get drafted, so they don't know he's going to be around much longer. No, I think on well, Raw this week, um, it's up, they're going to be wrestling again at Night of Champions. Um, so I suspect Brock will be doing well raw for the just for the next sort of um for the next sort of few weeks. And then yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in what he does after Night of Champions if he ever goes away for a bit. Um yeah, I suspect he'll go away for a bit after that. Um and then yeah, obviously I don't know. I have because I was talking that he's I think he has signed a new deal, wasn't there? Because I know there's always talk about his his contract's up around WrestleMania time, but given the fact he's working post-Mania, would, would suggest he's probably signed a new deal. Um, but I guess time will tell in that respect. Yeah, I'm interested. As I say, there was an interview with Road Dog where he said the reason Cody didn't win at WrestleMania is because he didn't, he didn't think he had enough adversity last year. I was like, he ripped his peck off his bone. What up more? Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, so this year he's going to have a lot of adversity go for the champion against Jey Uso. <laughs> going to beat Baines because Jey Uso is going to beat but Overall, I, I really enjoyed the show. It's it's back on the Triple H's six or seven six seven matches. Solid show. Wish there was a bit more of title changes or a bit more jeopardy towards title changes, but I enjoyed it. If, if, we, if I can enjoy an Amos match doing something well, I don't think there's one match I didn't. I've went back and watched the last three matches. The end. The end. Yeah, no. Overall, I was um, really impressed. I think, as I say, I, I I was impressed with the opening match. I thought it had a very solid start to the show. As you say, I really, I did actually enjoy Omos' match. Then I think it, yeah, hit a peak. Certainly hit its peak on the Bad Bunny match, mm-hmm. and then it arguably yeah, slowly dropped off after that, uh, which is a bit annoying. But um, overall, yeah, really, really good show. And, it was a. It's weird. Usually for backlash, it's not really a pay per view. I mean, sort of when you have the, I suppose, post mania, you kind of have the slump, I guess, where you're not that looking forward to it, given it's the first pay per view after WrestleMania. But um, yeah. I was really excited going into it, and um, I thought it was a really good show. I mentioned I've not really watched wrestling for mm. the last five weeks, so I kind of went in with a blank slate. I was like, I don't really know. I know, I know that Brock beat Cody, but I don't know why he attacked Cody. Oh, we don't. We still don't. We still don't know. Yeah, no, still don't know. But yeah, they're 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 yeah. Um, obviously, we've got to have that again at Night Champions. Maybe, maybe we might we might learn in the build up over the next sort of few weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, 
And yeah, again, I know we've already... Many a time of WWE pay-per-views, the video packages are that good. These days, sometimes you don't have to watch every roll and smack down. No, yeah. Exactly that. Uh, and again, I know we touched on it earlier, but just again, a massive shout out. I thought the crowd, as I say, just really up the paper. I know the paper was good anyway, but it, when you've got a hot crowd, it really does just add to the to the show, doesn't it? And I think it just really does, honestly, not knocks it up a star rating, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know it does. We star ratings, but I thought we'd go with this like a solid four out of five. They're doing one. Yeah, long will it continue? So, what's the next? Is the Saudi and then Money in the Bank? Uh, yeah, you got yeah uh, Night of Champions at the end of the month. Um, then yeah, Money in the Bank, and then SummerSlam. Feels really weird that we're already discuss already. Feels like we're getting nearer to SummerSlam. Then all in time. Time just goes too fast. Yeah. Uh, before you know, before you know, we're back on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> back on the road to show and yes, and if you enjoy our show, please follow us on Twitter. It's BBC Wrestling. Instagram and Facebook is BBC Wrestling as well. Again, sorry, we're not been, I've not been very active on it the last week. I'm mad busy in work, but I'm sure back to normal. <laughs> Hooray! But yeah, again, thank you for carrying on listening in my absence and my lack of promotion of the show. We're still decent numbers and we do appreciate everyone who listens. Yes. So, thank you, and we'll see you again next week. Good night. Good night.